the thrill of the ride. Our four children were all born in the 80s and consequently we have very many happy memories associated with that decade. However, during those years, we also experienced a number of tragic and difficult circumstances. I felt like a nearly defeated boxer in the ring, staggering to my feet, just in time for the next blow that would knock me to the floor again. I remember a number of kind comments along the lines of, I don't know how you're keeping going, and thinking that there wasn't much choice. There were small children to look after. I just had to get on with it. There was, however, a point at which, consciously or unconsciously, I decided that I couldn't get back up any more. Staying down and defeated seemed to be my best option. There's a fairly long story about how that turned around for me, and it definitely involved, to quote the Beatles, a little help from my friends, for which I remain grateful. But suffice to say that though it was a very dark time whilst I was there, fortunately I didn't stay down for all that long. Life has since offered many other highs and other lows, though not in such intense succession. When life offers us emotional roller coasters, or big dippers as they used to be called, it's no surprise that many people would rather just watch the ride, standing by the gates with their feet firmly on the ground. At first consideration, that may seem to be an eminently sensible decision. But if we settle for choosing this levelled approach, we will miss out not only on the big dips, but also on the many highs. As a friend of mine once put it, I don't want to be the one who stands and looks after the bags anymore. I'm done with missing out on the fun. Perhaps you've adopted the stance of looking after the bags in some way. There may well be very understandable reasons for this, usually revolving around protecting yourself from future hurts and disappointments. But in doing so, you're likely to find that you're also denying yourself some of the best experiences that life has to offer. Maybe it's time to accept the invitation to take the full ride, armed of course with healthy strategies for surviving the inevitable low points. Suggestions Practice finding contentment, whatever your circumstances, by, for example, keeping a thankfulness diary, or what some would refer to as counting your blessings. I talk a bit more about this approach in my previous podcast, A Change of Heart. And two, think about whether there are any unhelpful ways in which you try to protect yourself from uncomfortable emotions. This kind of self-preservation has potential to render you emotionally imprisoned or numb and it may well be possible to safely open yourself up to more of the thrill of the ride. I'm going to read a very short poem of mine. This poem was inspired by the Poems on the Underground series, short hard-hitting poems that were to be found amongst the various advertisements for job agencies, dating agencies, vitamin tablets, holidays and other such things that were deemed to be of interest to the average London commuter. Love or Death What demanded everything of you? 
Was it love? Or was it death? Which of these two? This leads into my familiar question. What's God got to do with it? That poem is based around a verse from the Song of Songs, chapter 8, verse 6, which reads, Place me like a seal over your heart, like a seal on your arm, for love is as strong as death, its jealousy unyielding as the grave. It burns like blazing fire, like a mighty flame. In my Bible, alongside this verse, I had pencilled in, Death demands everything. If we choose to look after the bags and decline the ride, we don't just avoid the downtimes, we miss out on the whole experience. Our choice seems to be, risk the bumpy ride, or miss out on life. God put it this way in Deuteronomy 30, verses 15 and 19. See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life. Let's pray. Lord, please help me to recognise the choices that I make in the day-to-day, some that appear to be major decisions and some seemingly inconsequential. Help me to choose life and to keep on choosing life in all its fullness. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I'll finish with a somewhat tongue-in-cheek poem of mine on the subject of the wilderness wanderings recounted in the story of the Exodus and relating to the choices that we make in life. The poem is called Missed Opportunity. I'm just keeping Egypt in my sight because I might change my mind if I find that the plan is not all it's cracked up to be across the Red Sea. And about the manna, you saw how the miracle that once caused me awe became a bore and no longer satisfied. So though I've tried to pass the test and trust that he knows best, I'm just not sure he understands what I expect from promised lands. I need a rest. This place will do. There's a nice view. And I hear there's quail-flavoured hail this time of year. So I won't take up more time with my mumblings and grumblings and fear. I'm settling here. I'll be fine.